Choose.
Good morning, good morning, good morning. Mm-mm. Good morning. And welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. And this is Ifa Abeo. I had a lot of subjects I wanted to talk about this morning. Man, I've seen a lot of things. I've posted, people have wrote me, people have texted me. And I could have talked about a lot of things. I could have dragged people, dragged things, did all that. But then I saw an interview with Dame Dash. He said, they paid me to be in a room where other people paid to get in. He said, they paid me to be in a room where other people had to pay to get in. He said, I'm still mind blown behind that. So I sat up around 4.50 a.m. this morning. And I was like, they paid me to be in rooms that other people had to pay to get in. I said, today is Wednesday. What are you grateful for? That was the first thing that came in my mind. I heard Spirit say, what are you grateful for? I said, I'm grateful for it all. The good, the bad, the ups, the downs, the great epic experiences, and the most miserable falls. I'm grateful for it all. I'm grateful for every step I take. I'm grateful for every breath I can breathe. I'm grateful for it all. I'm grateful for the heartbreak. I'm grateful for the motherfucker that cheated on me. I'm grateful for the people that robbed me. I'm grateful for those motherfuckers that used me. I am grateful for the people that benefited off of me. I'm grateful for the things that came into my life that I didn't even know was coming. I am grateful for my little apartment. I'm grateful for my little readings. I'm grateful for it all. I'm grateful for you that's listening. One, two, three, or even five people. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for everything. I'm grateful for being talked about. I'm grateful for being bad mouth. I'm grateful for being blessed. I'm grateful for being spoken highly of in rooms that I may never walk in. I'm grateful for in- interviews that were epic. I'm grateful for the ones that even failed. I'm grateful for it all. I'm grateful for the upbringing I had. I'm grateful for my mama and my daddy. I'm grateful for my grandmama, my grandpappy. I'm grateful for my mama and my papa. I'm grateful for even my children. I'm grateful for my grandchildren. I'm grateful for my brothers and sisters. I'm grateful for my aunts and uncles, my cousins, my long lost cousins, the kissing cousins, the ones that's not even related, that say they related. I'm grateful for it all. The good, the bad, the lonely, the falls, the epic fails, the great triumphs. I'm grateful for it all. I'm grateful to be here today. I'm grateful. I know I've grown. I know that therapy works. I am am the number one cheerleader for that. Get therapy to deal with all your emotional baggage and all of that. I'm grateful for seeing things from different angles. I am grateful for the experience I have with people. I'm grateful for the experience I have with my own family. I'm grateful enough to know that I don't have to uh, join you in some toxic behaviors or toxic situations that I can choose to walk away 
and still live my life with no regrets. I am grateful for seeing the bigger picture. I am grateful that I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I still don't know why everybody had me in their fucking mouth, but I'm grateful even for that. I am grateful that life decided to not fold in my deck. I am grateful. So when I saw that interview, I said, damn, and I heard those words, powerful words. What are you grateful for? I'm grateful for the shit I ain't even start. I'm grateful for the stuff that's taking place right now as I sit here and talk to you this morning. I'm grateful for the day. Usually my daughter call me around about five, six o'clock in the morning, my oldest daughter, Isha, and her daughter be up, right? I call her beautiful. I call my grandchildren beautiful because I don't need them to be validated by anyone else. They should already know they're beautiful. And every time I call her beautiful, she said, thank you, I know. And I'm always blown away by her answer. Mind you, she's been saying it for the last two years. But I'm still blown away by her answer. And I love it. I love what she saying. It brightens up my day. Well, this morning, she went up. Because she nocturnal. She, she, she'll tell you, it's, uh, it's light outside. I have to be up. But she not up. She sleep. Extra is up. That's my grandson, the one that always try to steal a leg wise stuff. So, and he's telling me that everybody else is asleep. He's up. And I was like, well, this is different. He said, well, today is going to be different. I said, well, God damn it, out of the mouths of babes. Because he up. So I know when he's up, today is going to be a peculiar day. A day is going to be because he my legwa. He is. He my legwa. He my issue. He the shit starter. He the one that, listen, it's no good or bad or indifference. You just deal with whatever comes, you know, to test of life. I love it. Oh, your door's open. You know you got opportunity today. So please let that be known. But you got to deal with whatever's on the other side. Don't complain. Says, when you ask for a plate, don't complain about the source. You didn't investigate, you asked for it. So I know today is going to be a peculiar day. I know today is going to be that day where opportunity is going to come, but it also comes with a price. It comes with a price. Be a good, bad, or indifferent. As T.S. Madison said, everybody working is going to get paid. So no matter what it is, but I want to prefer to think that it's going to be a great lesson. I am grateful to have the opportunity. I am grateful to have the choice to either sit there and go with it or walk away. I'm not going to sit here and bargain with my morals and my integrity. That I'm not going to do. I've walked away from speaking engagements and people wanting me to be on their platforms. I've said no. And, you know, I had people in my ear telling me, oh, man, that's fucked up. You, you lost some, some people. Did I really want that? I didn't go to a speaking engagement. I told them, no, never mind. I, I won't be coming back. Because I felt like black people weren't respected. You want everything a black person has to offer. But you're not respecting them. You're not respecting the very ancestors and the, and the slaves and, and all of that that brought you this, all this information. You live off of them, but you don't give them honor. You don't respect them. 
And you think because you're white, you're privileged. So I walked away. And people were like, oh, you're going to miss those dollars. You're right. But I can stand tall. I can stand firm. I can look in the mirror and say, because of you, I am here. And I am going to represent you to the best of my ability. And I'm not going to allow them, even in death, to use you and to, to make money off of you and the hard sweat and labor and the sacrifices that you did so they can get a dollar. And when they see a black person on the street, they'll walk the other way or clutch their purse or talk about how, how ugly they look. But you don't have a problem with taking black dollars. So I turned it down. Oh, you're going to miss that money. I might. But I'm grateful to have the opportunity to say I wasn't a part of that. And everybody now that I see sit at that table, see the ancestors know. Spirit knows. <laughs> yes, it's a good morning. Spirit knows. I don't need to share your tea or sit there and talk bad about you. All I need to do is say, hey, that's not what my people are here for. You're only inviting us so you can grab for what you want. You want to live off our knowledge, but you don't want to give to no, no colored folk. Nah, I'm not your token black, ma. I'm not. I'm not your token black. And everyone that has went after that has had problems. Has had problems. Huh? Uh-huh. <clears throat> but I ain't the one. See? I have turned down things that just didn't feel right. I didn't like the atmosphere. Something was off. I didn't question it. I said, nah, that ain't, that ain't for me. And then when it all came out, ah, it wasn't nice. Wasn't nice. So I'm grateful, like I said. And I had people tell me I was uninvited because they saw the things that my son wrote or they just feel that I was too dramatical or things like that. And I was good with that. I was. I was like, okay. The problem is, right, the same way I can refuse an event and you can refuse me, don't wait until I blow up or start getting a little momentum. And then it's like, hey, you want to be on my show? No. <laughs> Keep that same energy. I will promote people's things because I see the good that it does for people. It ain't got to do good for me. It, it can be something that I have people that practice witchcraft, that Satanism, you know, five percenters. Uh, Egyptology. Like, I have people that practice all kinds of things on my page. So if I see something like, hey, I know these people, this group of people would benefit off of that. Okay. They benefit off the information. So I know it's bigger than me. But I don't have to sign up for yours. You, oh, oh, you, you're posting my stuff. Thank you. You want to be on my show? No. You told me I couldn't be on it before. Keep that same energy. I'm only doing this because I know those people don't have access to your page. I know they don't have access to that information and you have that information. See, the beauty is, I love what Kaba once said. I've worked with people that I don't like. I don't like. Now I have this choice. Now, if you're coming with morals and integrity and, you know, you're, you're doing and you should, your character that's fucked up, like all you want to do is call everybody bitches, eh, 
Do I really want to be in that? See, these are the questions now that I'm dealing with. These are the things that I'm dealing with. That's why I'm so I'm grateful for where I am. And I'm grateful with the choices that I can make. I have opportunities because someone else came before me and made so that I can choose to say yes or no. See, that's why I love this. That's why I love today. I'm grateful for it all. Now, do I want to work with people where I'm really uncomfortable? I don't really like the environment. I don't like the atmosphere. No. What if they're helping homeless families? Or what if they're helping domestic violence women? What if they're helping? Sometimes you got to be a little uncomfortable because you have to take out ego, ego and personal, personal emotions and things like that. Because if they're uplifting the community and they are helping to inspire and they are helping people to move up out of where they are to inspire them to do better and greatness. Do I, because I don't like you or because I'm not feeling you, do I turn my back on the people or do I do it because of ego? Because, you know, I don't like her. Sometimes I have to put my shit aside, roll up my sleeves and put the work in. It's not dealing with my integrity or how I feel. If they're helping people in the community and they're uplifting and they're inspiring and they you see the transformation in people, it ain't what I like. I may not like you as a person, but I know how to put my shit aside, roll up my sleeves, and let's get this working. Now, once we finish and we step out that door, it's back to, bitch, you go your way, I go mine. And it's okay with that. I once was at a ceremony and, you know, I asked the brother, I said, hey, can we put all this aside and let's make sure that these people get what they came and they paid for? He said, by all means, I'm with you. That is growth. That is growth. To me, I don't know about y'all, but to me, that's growth. If I can come to you and say, hey, these people need this service. They paid for it. This, these people here are the best that so far we believe in them. Can we put our shit aside and make sure that these people get what they came for? That's growth to me. Now, once we leave this and everybody's good, you good, you good, you good. All right, it's back to you go your way, I go mine. No harm, no foul. I ain't wishing bad on you. I ain't wishing good on you. We just here. We wind up being in the same spot at the same time. And sometimes it happens. We don't have to run in the same circle. But somewhere along the line, you're going to meet people. You're going to see them. That's, that's how the world is. We think it's so big, but yet it's so small. And how are you going to act? How are you going to act? Are you grown enough to say, yo, let me put... Because, see, doing all that rah-rah shit, like, oh, listen. When I was young, Beverly, God bless the dead, taught me that lesson. When I was young, you know, you have people. Oh, I called my people. Some motherfuckers don't answer their phone. <laughs> Some motherfuckers may not have a ride. Some motherfuckers might got work. Some people may not have a babysitter. You know what I'm saying? I learned that from Bev. God bless the dead. So either you learn to stand on your own or you get fucked up and take that ass whooping. Because some people's phones don't work. Some people might have a job to go to. Some motherfuckers might have to have the babysitting choice today. Everybody is not at your disposal. 
So either you gonna be this hard by yourself, or you gonna get fucked up because you gonna be caught out there in that street slipping. That's why I tell people I roll dolo. I don't do the, that's my homegirl. She, no, 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 no. Because sometimes homegirls be with they boo. They be like, bitch, I, I have a problem. Well, girl, it's going to have to wait. Because, you know, me and him, we just got back together. He said, I always put my friends first. See, I don't need that. I don't need that at all. Uh-uh. I, listen, boot up, suit up. I need those TTGs trained to go. But you, that's far and in between. Because people get in their feelings now. People are all emotional. People are triggered. People, oh, I, you know, I've been without a man so long, girl. I can't be out here fighting. He told me he don't want that. So now your ass is stuck because you done popped all this shit thinking your people with you. And they're going to watch you fucking epic fail. And then they're going to talk about the same motherfuckers that say they with you. Be the ones videoing it. Putting it on Facebook or something like, yo, she got her ass whooped. Yo, you see what happened to her? <laughs> no. That's why I ride Dolo. And I know my fucking place. I'm not dumb. I ain't stupid. Street should have taught you something. I'm not going to go somewhere and it's 90 niggas and none of them are with me. I'm going to go and I ain't got nothing on me. Now I'm a new fool. I'm walking in the lion's cage. Oh, yeah. I ain't going to eat my ass up. I deserve to have an ass. You deserve what you get. Why you there? Those people don't like you. But, oh, no, because we want to show them we real. Drop that pin. What's your location? Yeah, okay, fool. All right. All right. All right. There was a young girl. True story. There was a young girl, right? They ran up in a house. She killed two and let the other one live. Tell the story. They ran up in her house. She killed two. Let the other one live to tell the story. You don't know what people are capable of doing in their homes. You don't know how people's mentors are. You don't know. See, everybody ain't into the butterflies and roses and petals and, oh, oh, you initiated. Oh, no, no, no. She killed two. She let the other one live to talk about it. She wanted her to tell her story. Y'all came to my house. Y'all came over here. I was on my way getting dressed to go to school. My parents had already went to work. I was on my way going to school. Y'all ran up in my house. In mine. I answered the door thinking it was somebody, you know, a friend or whoever coming to get me an initial three. And y'all going to jump me in my house? <laughs> so I'm going to go somewhere where all your friends are. Listen, I'm going to keep telling y'all this. God didn't say no weapon would be, it wouldn't be formed. He said it just won't prosper. Uh, but he didn't say... To go into the lion's den so your ass can get eight. No. Back again. What are you grateful for? I'm grateful for common sense. I know it ain't common for everybody. But I'm so goddamn well happy and ecstatic that it's common for me. We, we tend to want to go back and forth with people. We tend to want to throw dirt on people's names. Oh, if we were worth friends, I know your tea. I'm going to share it. I'm grateful that you're capable of doing that. I'm grateful that the Spirit showed me so much that I removed myself from you because it could have been much worse. I'm grateful for it. I am. I'm grateful for it. I don't know about y'all. 
I put up a post where Wallow said, celebrate your haters. Celebrate those people that talk shit about you. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> when them talking shit about you allows those people that they're talking to to be curious. And they come and find out who you are and what you're doing. That's why I made a post. You coming over here, sign up for a reading. Sign up for classes. Allow me to help you promote your page and your brand. Don't just waste your time by coming over here. Sign up for some service. That way we both win. I get paid. You get a service. We both win. Your haters and the people that gossip about you are your number one advertising team. Remember that. Why do you go back and forth with them? I wouldn't give a fuck. Talk about me, my mama, my cousin, my grandma, my papa, all of them. I'm grateful. I'm grateful you have. Listen, number one thing. So, so this way y'all will know. Let's, let's, get, let's get educated because I got time today. If me and you are friends and we fall out and you tell all my business, how are we friends? How are we ever friends? How were we ever friends? If you can sit there and talk about me and tell my business all day, every day, boo, that means we were never friends. And guess what? Anybody that look at you know you're not good friend material. So they're not going to be all buddy-buddy with you. They're going to look at you sideways like, damn. Especially if that person you dogging out ain't saying shit about you. That says a lot about your character. That says a lot about you. So... All the things that they heard about you was true. And you're showing it each and every day. My mother used to always tell me, a leopard doesn't change its character it just or its spots. It just changes the direction you run in, that it runs in. A leopard is going to be a leopard. A coward is going to be a coward. A snake is going to be a snake. A slime is going to be a slime. Now, maybe something may happen to them, a trying experience, something traumatizing or something epic. To make them want to work on changing their character. But until that change started being visual, you're still going to be who you are in the eyes of everyone else. And hey, if you're okay with it, I love it. Keep on promoting me. Keep on talking about me. If every fucking day, you got 24 hours in a day, and all you doing is worrying about my black ass. Well, baby, I must have been doing something wrong. Or you skirt hurt. You hurt beyond healing. And I still wish healing on you because I'm grateful. Thank you for the business. Thank you for the new clients. Thank you for the new followers. If I was at 14,000, I'm at 15 now. So thank you. I appreciate you. Keep the good work up. I wish I could donate something to you. But the only thing I can is keep on sitting out and spitting out contacts and keep on putting up those posts. Because the more I put it, the more angry you become and the more that bitterness seeps in your heart. But Look at the real thing. I want you to step in front of a mirror to all my haters. To all my haters, my peekaboo bitches, those gossipers, those war watchers. I want you to go right now and look in the mirror. Because who you're looking at is not me. You're looking at yourself. You're angry at yourself. You're mad at yourself. You are disgusted and bitter at yourself. I don't sneeze at opportunities. But I definitely don't grab every opportunity because everything is not for me and everything is not for everybody. But if I see that that's for me and that's something that I work for, I'm going to jump on it. I don't care if 9, 10, 20, 30 people say don't do it. If I feel in my heart that it's for me, I'm going. The same way when I went to Denver, everybody knows my story. They told me, no, don't go. 
Don't go. Oh, my God. You're going to be wasting your time. Well, look what Gilroy got me. It got me a platform that I worked my ass off for. I didn't ask nobody, hey, can I go? They invited me into a room and paid me to come into a room where others had to pay to get in. They paid me to come in there. I'm forever grateful. I'm grateful for that alone. They paid me to come into a room. I always tell people, what's better be invited than be gossip about? That's what Mae West has always said. I have a great love for Mae West. It is better to be invited than be gossiped about. When someone invites you somewhere, that's a blessing. Like, hey, I would love for your energy, your attendance, just you. I've watched you. I've seen you. I love what you say. It's inspiring. Hey, you kept it real. Can you come? Yes, I accept. Instead of, oh, you know, I hate that bitch. Oh, my God. Mm -mm. And you know these people don't like you. Hey, can y'all invite me? No. Oh, y'all should invite me. Y'all should tell me that I should come. No. Why? That's, that's, that's not working hard. That's being a plus one. When I say plus one, no shade against anyone. If you're a plus one, change it. That's all. If it don't apply, let it fly. But if it is, change it. A plus one is someone that didn't work hard. Someone that did not do the due diligence, someone that didn't get their name out the mud, someone that's just riding on somebody else's coattail trying to get in somewhere. Because you're not invited to the party, no one inviting you to the room, so you're riding off the cloud of someone else. And when you get in, because you didn't earn it, you don't care. You don't, you don't appreciate that you're there. Instead of, I always call those people that drain you. Yeah, I am. I'm giving you a stepping stone. With this stone, you should break it down. See, everybody want a piece of the pie. I don't want the fucking pie. I want a recipe. I want to make my own. I want to make my own pie. Put my spin in it. I don't need your slice. Just give me the recipe so I can make my own. But people think information is like, you know, the fucking recipe to the Krabby Patties or something. Oh, no. Uh -uh. People don't like sharing information. But the ones that know you're not competition, I want to see you come up like I'm coming up. They don't have a problem with giving you the information. We have the problem of accepting it. Oh, no, no. Oh, my God. Uh, no, thank you. It, I feel honored and appreciated and grateful when people go indoors that I've never set foot in and speak highly of me. Thank you. I'm grateful for you, too. You go in rooms. Not only do you speak of yourself, you go, hey, have y'all heard my friend Ifa Bayo? She do conversations with Ifa Bayo. She do the Back Porch Conjure podcast. Yo, she do Get Mug Monday. And they be like, where? Yeah, oh, man, you need to sign up and see that. Yo, and, and you got to catch her. Like, yo, her page, she posts. But yo, she, yo, listen, she posts some real shit. People have wrote me, hey, somebody spoke about you. And they told me I needed to listen or tune in or, or watch your page. Yo, I'm going to say you're inspiring. Thank you. That's what I say. I'd rather be invited and gossip about. Don't gossip about me. Invite me. But I don't have to beg. I want you to see my potential. See the work I do. Now, just like T. I ain't for everybody. 
Some people see my page and be like, oh, I hate her. Or, oh, no. Mm-mm. All she do is repost other people's stuff. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I don't feel her. No, she's not authentic. And that's your opinion. Go with it. Go with it. The part that gets me is, excuse me, that after I, you start seeing me catch momentum and people start following me and you start seeing me popping up all over the place where people are sharing my shit, don't come and hit my inbox and be like, oh my God, you know, I've been following you and stuff and at first I didn't like you, but you know, you're growing on me and I'm wondering, can you, can you promote my stuff? Block, delete, bye. Bye. The same way you have a right to voice your opinion and tell me things, the same way I have a right and a, a right to reply. Now, do all things need a reply? Not at all. Sometimes block and delete. I don't know you in real life. Block and delete. And even if I do, block and delete in real life. Walk past me, keep that same energy. Because I'm going to keep it. And I'm going to keep it going. But we get so tied up into what people think of us. And we like the... People would rather hear about your failures, failures before they hear about your triumphs. People would rather hear that you're doing bad, that you're sick, that you're dying. Oh, my God. Well, that's what they get. You know, all the things they did. But they don't want to hear, yo, they're doing great. Hey, yo, you seen the, you seen the stuff they're doing? Hey, you see? People don't want to hear that. Oh, uh, because they got that jealous, evil, mean, bitterness, pettiness spirit inside of them. But see, we are no better. We need to learn to celebrate us, to celebrate our triumphs, to celebrate other people. I've been following this author. In my head, I believe we're sisters. Dead serious. In my head, we're sisters. I love what she puts out. I'm serious. I, I love her. I love her. I love her. She's amazing. I don't even know her. Got a book. I don't know her. But I love her. There's a few other sisters that I watch and I'm like, oh man, I love the shit out of them. We all in this table. And for real, like I have meetings with them in my head, you know, like Tiffany Addish. I ain't mad at her. In my head, we have meetings. And they be like, nah, sis, put this out. Nah, sis, talk about this. All right, sis, all right, all right. And how I know I'm on the right path is when they all start liking it. I'll be like, I knew our meeting was great. That's in my head. That's in my head. And I'm good with that. I now, from watching these women, dead serious, from watching these women and seeing on their page and seeing their context and reading word for word on what they put up, I don't have time to worry about if someone likes me or if someone is gossiping about me or if someone is sitting asking about me in a negative way. I don't have time for those people because they're going to come. If I'm opening my life up and I'm doing these things and I'm putting myself out there, it comes with that. Negativity, people dogging you, betraying you, bad-mouthing you, all of that comes with that. That's why I put up for Wallow. That's why I put up for E.T. That's why I put up for, yo, everyone. I put it up because I want you to prepare yourself because these people have already been through that. And they're letting you know these are the tools right here so you can get past this shit. See, when I wanted to learn spirituality, I hung around spiritual people all the time. When I wanted to learn about writing a book, I started hanging around authors. 
I don't need to copy what they're writing. I just need to know the outcome. And the outcome on them is amazing to be in places. But I also know it comes with footwork. I know it comes with putting that work in, being places, going to people, reaching out. Making sure that you stand by every word you print. Putting yourself out there. Not writing a book and just sitting there and hoping that on social media, everybody's going to do it. No, that's only 20% of the work. 80% is you getting out there. My man, Enf. Yo, he will be out in the street wherever you are, he is. And the first thing he's doing is promoting his book, and I'm not mad at him. He'd be like, hey, you got necessary evil? Hey, you, 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 you got that necessary evil? What about the part two? And he will sell it. He will be everywhere. He's putting that work in. See, so those are the people that I sit around now. Do they have people talking about them? All the fucking time. Do they have people uh, bad-mouthing them? All the time. Do they have negative stuff that's being thrown at them? Hell yeah, every day. But you have a choice. You have a choice to entertain them and stop what you're doing and go word for word with them and go back and forth and get with people and try to prove your innocence. Or you can look at those people and say, I wish healing on them and keep it moving. These are the tools that they're giving you. These are the tools that they're giving you. And I know a lot of y'all are not on their pages. So guess what I'm doing? I'm grabbing that and I'm putting it on there so you can have the tools as well. It's right here. So you can't say, yo, I wasn't informed or nobody didn't tell me. No, you following E5 Bayo? Oh, you're following it because of what somebody said. Oh, you know what? She said this about you and she said this. But guess what? I am toxic. I might be the problem. But guarantee you when you get on this page, that glow up is going to show up and you're going to grow up. And we both going to benefit. Because you, in the process, is going to go back to them and be like, yeah, I saw her page. Oh, my God. But yet and still, you're going to tell someone else, hey, you saw that on E5 Bayo's page? I know. Yo, I felt that. But you can't tell the person that's dogging me out because you don't want to be at war with them. You know, I have friends that they dog me out so much behind my back. But when I say, hey, let's go somewhere. Girl, no, let's not go over there. Let's go outside. Let's go to the Bronx. Why can't we hang in Queens? Shit, we know everybody in Queens. No, girl. Because they can't be seen with you. They done dogged you out to everybody. But it's okay for me. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for it all. I am grateful for it all. I really am. When people call me and be like, hey, such and such said, I'll be like, okay, thank you. <coughs> you No. What, for what? But first of all, why would you think that's so important for you to tell me? But okay, you did. All right. God bless you. But thank you. It's 24 hours in a day. You think I'm going to waste five minutes, two seconds, 32 centimeters of a minute of a molecule of an anton to worry about what someone thinks or say about me? That shit don't bother me no more. Because what people eat don't make me shit. I got family members that would love to see me on a t-shirt dead. Because that's how angry they are with me. And guess what my crime was? Telling them the truth. 
setting healthy boundaries, saying no, not being a fucking human cash register, not sitting there entertaining their fuck up. That's what my crime is. I didn't rape a child. I didn't misabuse nobody. I didn't steal from nobody. I didn't go out and abuse anyone. My crime is I set healthy boundaries. I said no. And I refused to be a cash, a cash register for grown fucking adults. But I'm grateful that I can stand here today with no regrets. I'm grateful that I can put me first for once. I've been a teenage mama, a mama, a wife two times. I've been domestic violence situations. I've been verbally abused, mentally abused, physically abused. I done been in jail. I done fought. I done did all that shit. Sold drugs. Got trying to learn how to sniff coke in my house and my brother punched me out of the fucking window. So that was my drug rehab. So I didn't sniff it. I smoked a lot of weed. And then one day I just got up and said, yo, this ain't for me. And took my ass into a church. Where my friends were saying shit to me that I was like, fuck you talking to me like that for? Because I wasn't high. It wasn't funny. <laughs> I'm not the party girl. I did that already. My brothers and them had me in tracks and fucking better days when I was 12 years old. I was on the pier sitting out there watching everybody walking through the part authority, going to Queens Boulevard while I'm sitting there rolling up a joint and they in the bathroom sucking dick to the new guys that came home. So I done, I done been out there already. I was, shit, I just thought having sex, I didn't know it came with a baby. I didn't know there was consequences to it. Joke was on me. I just thought we was going to fuck. And no, my husband wasn't 90-something. My son's father was 17. I was 14 going on 15. Yes, I was too young to be a mom. But guess what? I was a mom. I did the best I can with the help of everyone that was in the neighborhood. Everyone. I was that mom that would show up. What's going on? You couldn't talk or say nothing smart to my fucking kids. I never went to no one and be like, oh, can you help me raise them? No. They came out my fucking ass. Now you tell me what's going on. And that's it. Speak your peace. That's why they ain't got no. Listen, my kids, I will tell you this. They ain't got no motherfucking salt and sugar on their tongue. They're going to tell you how they feel. Whether you like it or not. That's why they, they mouth gets them in trouble. Where you think they got it from? And I don't claim to be the world's greatest mom at all, but I wasn't that mom that gave you milk and cookies. No. I was that mom that was going to give it to you all. Listen, you go out there, you do this, this is what's going to happen. But in the process, I failed. Why? Because I didn't allow them to suffer the consequences. I took the hit. So this is why they are the way they are. Because I took the hit. I was the safety net. I was, and I failed them on that, but I'm grateful that now, yeah, it hurts when you do it while they grow. It hurts, but you got to stand strong in it. I would rather walk away and save us all a whole bunch of court fees, legal fees, prison time, all of that. I'd rather walk away and let you discover the world on your own without my help. 
I think that's better than anything else that I can ever offer. The best thing I can do is walk away from you. You got the tools to live. You got, you got common sense. You know how to speak up for what's right and wrong. You don't need me. Because my mother and them told me something that was so amazing. She said, I lived in this world without you. You've never lived in this world without me. You don't know how it is. See, when your parents are around, people treat you well. Oh, my God. But when your parents die, motherfuckers, because they already know. See, when you're not speaking to your parent, they ain't going to. Listen, let's be honest. You're not speaking to your parent or your parent ain't speaking to you. Something happened. Your parents going to show up. They're going to tear that motherfucker up. Come on. Because you they child. But when it's death, people know that they ain't coming back. So they're going to treat you accordingly. That's where you find out how motherfuckers really feel about you. My brother and I was, I was on the phone with my brother and, you know, he was, we was, we was having a conversation and, um, he was, he was doing things for my aunt, you know, driving around and things like that. And I made the question, well, um, did her kids ever come? And do anything for our mother? When she was sick and she was going through that? He was like, no. I said, yeah, and they was in New York. Not now one of them came to say, hey, auntie, you know, we're going to come and take you here. We're going to do this. Nope, not a one. They came to the funeral because it was packed. But they didn't come when she was going through things. They didn't come and see in the hospital. None of that. So why are you breaking your back? Oh, but that's our aunt. My brother goes, yeah, but that's our uncle. Okay, eh? I'm going to give you the same energy that you've given me. And stand on it. Heavy on it. Oh, but you should learn forgiveness. Because you're a strong person. Forgive who? Forgiveness is between man and God, not between me. I ain't in the Bible. And I sure ain't God. I can't offer you nothing. But I think it's better if I walk away and leave you there. If you ain't been in her life all those years, then why now? Why you want to be in a kid's life? Oh, because I want to make a man. No, you don't. No, you don't. Call the spade a spade. Because I'm going to call it. But like I said, my family don't speak to me. Not because I've wronged them. Because I stood up and said the truth. If all your family members are sitting here saying, yo, oh my God, I can't stand the way they act. I can't. Why y'all didn't tell them? Oh, because I don't want no problem. Listen, the problem is going to get worse. Don't get better. I get checked. I got friends that say, yo, D, you're doing too much. Yo, D, nah, that ain't it. Yo, D, that's when I was dating my ex-husband, I was up on 109. Every day I would sit up there with that man. Oh, I have friends that tell me, yo, this ain't you. This ain't you. Yo, you looking real foul right now. This ain't you. And I'm like, no, I want to be with my bae. They're like, yo, this shit ain't you. Yo, this beneath you. You up here arguing, doing all that? Yo, nah. Mm-mm. This ain't you. Yo, you, you embarrassing yourself. Yo, you like a complete fucking fool. <gasps> I stood up there for two hours. I was waiting for him. I was going to whoop his ass on that boulevard. And my homegirl did. She, she checked me. She said, yo, you look like a new fucking age fool. For real. This ain't you. We told you this wasn't you. You looking retarded. You looking real unfamiliar, priestess. You looking stupid. And I'm like, 
Fuck y'all. It was like, yeah, but you the one looking dumb that's sitting up here. How, how you go back to a nigga that didn't care for you before? You think he gonna care for you now? Why? Because you initiated? <laughs> Serve that to the bank since you all that. You this priestess. You always tell the people, yo, be good. Live your life. Be honest. Well, bitch, now's the time. Be honest. Because we got the mirror. We holding it up. Now it's your turn to look in it. Look how you looking. You up here, sitting up here arguing with this nigga. And this nigga in, in the next place with another bitch. And you sitting here. But you the priestess. Ha <laughs> ha. Joke's on you. I was like, damn. Girl, I went home. <coughs> cried. Not even gonna lie. Cried. But I'm grateful for it all. I cried. Because I look like a new age fucking fool. I cried. And guess what I did? I got up. I gave myself 24 hours. Okay. I got up. No, I wasn't that bitch like, oh, I'm going to get my life together and have seven jobs. Nah. I'm going to get back on my fucking grind and remember who the fuck I am. My crown tipped. It didn't fall. It tipped. And my sister straightened it and said, yo, bitch, your shit is slipping. Let me put your shit back on because you looking real unfamiliar. But I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful to have people check me in a way when I'm looking bad or if I'm out of character. But don't check me because you're emotional or, oh my God, I feel emotional. No, bitch. It ain't about you. The calling is greater than you. I have friends that when I said, hey, I'm going to start doing, you know, lives and stuff. And they said, yo, do it. Go for it. I had some that was like, yo, you're going to look crazy. Okay. Those same friends like, hey, you know, whenever you get a chance, you should interview me. No, nah, I don't. For what? What are you doing? Oh, because, you know, I'm trying to build my, my name. Okay, get it out the mud, ma. I ain't mad at you. Do it. The same way I'm grateful that I get up every fucking morning when I'm tired or whatever, and I search for videos, I search for context, I put my own, I make, you know how, you know how beautiful it makes me feel when I see people sharing the memes I created? I create it when they share it. Man, that's beautiful to me. Because that means that something I wrote touched not only myself first, because that's the reason why I posted, but it resonated with someone else. And then it resonated so much that you put it on your shit so it can resonate with others. And it moves around. It circulates. And as it circulates, I circulate. I may have not met the 1,500 or the five or the three or the one people that you know, but they know me now. And the first thing, yo, where you got this from? Yo, I got it for E5 Bayo's page. I got it for Oshu's Village. I got it for Love Supplies. I got healing around the kitchen table. Those are all mine. They say a great entrepreneur has seven different ways of earning something. I got five. Working on two more. So, hey, it's a start. I ain't perfect, but it's a start. So if something fell, I got four more to fall back on. I got Love Supplies, Ocean's Village, uh, let's see, wait, I got Love Supplies, Ocean's Village, Healing Around the Kitchen's Table, it's in mother's hands now, and we see shit different. Five. And the, the little ones that grew out of there is Art Lab, a rising tide lift all boats. Huh? And E5 Bayo. 
Those are the little ones. Backup, just in case. But each one represents something. So I got five, working on two more. So if something fails, something else gonna come through. I don't know about y'all, but I like my 20s to give birth to 20s. I was sitting here telling my daughter the other day, she said, <laughs> I said, no, I'm good broke. She said, you got money? I said, no, I'm good broke. She said, "What? what's good broke? I said, when all your bills is paid and you can sit here and relax. Your rent paid, your light bill paid, gas bill paid, <coughs> rent paid, cable paid, cell phone paid. Whatever outside bills is paid. Got food in the refrigerator. Got clean clothes. And if you got to go for emergency to a doctor or whatever, you got some car fare, some transportation money to get there. So I'm good broke. I, I'm not broke broke. I'm not miserable broke. I'm good broke. And she was like, oh, well, then I'm good broke too. I said, welcome to the club. Feels good. Feels good. I was riding with the Uber yesterday and um <coughs> he was like um you know we's talking about traveling and I said I love to travel don't get it wrong I love to travel I think it's amazing I love you know to be on the go I said but sometimes it's just better to sit at home I said and I believe I'm gonna sit at home and just relax and enjoy this winter he said you know what I'm not mad at you. I think I'm going to do the same. I said, sometimes it's just better to sit at home. I, I want to bring this new year and all this here in my house, relaxing. I, I've been living all over the place. Finally got my own. I'm going to sit at home and relax and be happy about it and be at peace. Because that's what it's about. I got friends I talk to, get ready to start up a class, you know, spirituality, divination, ready to start up that, defensive magic, hoodoo and root work, ready to start that up. Get ready to start the 30 days of writing, December 1st. Getting ready to start back Sunday's best on Instagram. And the top 25 people starting December 1st. So, I got my plate full. I can rest at home. If I decide I want to go to a show or go somewhere, I can. I don't need to travel and go nowhere yet. I can just relax. Work on writing. Work on some other things. And just relax. So, as always, I always give you something positive to do and something beautiful to do. Today, I just want you to write down a hundred things that you are grateful for. A hundred things that you are grateful for that happened in your life. I want you to celebrate them every moment of you. If you got out of bed today and washed your ass, celebrate that. You're grateful for that. If you got out of your house and walked to the corner or went to go and check the mail, celebrate that. If you made breakfast for your babies or even for yourself, 
Celebrate that. I want you to celebrate every fucking step, every breath. If you got up this morning just to breathe, celebrate that. I want you to write a hundred things that you are grateful for. A hundred. If you're grateful for the Back Porch Conjure podcast, celebrate that. If you are grateful for the, your neighbor that might have swept in front of your door and took the garbage out for you, celebrate that. Celebrate a hundred things that happened in your life that inspired you, that uplifted you, that motivates you. Shit, that even made you mad. I don't give a fuck if you say, you know what? I want to celebrate for E5 Bayo ass because she always get on my fucking nerves. Celebrate it, baby. Celebrate it. Celebrate the good, the bad, and the indifference. Celebrate the challenges. Celebrate the obstacles. Celebrate it all. I thank you for it all. The good, the bad, the lonely, the fall, the epic, the necessary. Celebrate it. We don't hide our scars. Show the world. Let you know we showed up. And we took it. And we moved on. That's why we show our scars. That's why I put up posts when I had my scars. I showed up. I came to be a part of life. I took that fucking hit. Because life will beat the shit out of you. <clears throat> and then when she see, because that bitch got hands, that you ain't folding, that bitch give you your medal. You on to the next level, Mortal Kombat. You can move on. And you go. You get to celebrate for a day or two. But you jump back in that goddamn ring. And each level don't get easy. Shit get harder. That's why people say, I earned my spot at this table. See, people tend to forget. Let me leave you with this small tidbit. I remember one time we was all at a vet in Denver. And they said, hey, it's always room at the table. I said, yeah, but don't forget the line that's waiting outside. Because, see, you got a seat here. It's a line out there, motherfuckers hungrier than you, that will come and upseat your ass. Readers, healers, all that. If you scared to do it, you got somebody out there that will do it. Yo, I, I watched this boy sit there and read 6 a.m. in the morning until around 3 or 4 in the afternoon. And he going about his business and start his day. <coughs> you right. There's room and seats at the table, but there's a line waiting outside. Motherfuckers are just as hungry as you to get in and get a seat at that table. And might serve the table better than you. Bring in new things you ain't even think about. So don't build walls and fences. Build longer tables so everybody outside can get a chance to sit. And when your time is done at that table, get up and go build your own. Or go in... Find a new table to sit at on a new level. It's about progress, people. Not sitting in still. I love you. Thank you for tuning in to Back Porch Conjure. I appreciate you. Catch me on uh, Conversations with E5 Bay on Wednesdays on Facebook Live. And next week, I have a guest, Jacqueline. She'll be talking about her life, her journey, as well as her products. So tune in and catch me on Mondays. Get Mug Monday on Instagram. And follow me on TikTok. Follow me on Instagram, on Tag, on YouTube. I'm all over.